look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popovich. How you doing, sir? Hi, Faisal. I'm great. You? I'm uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. Well, it was a bit of a shell shock week. Well, I've just been filtering a whole bunch of calls coming in from our listeners, and then uh, yeah. of course our clients get priority, so I talked to them a whole bunch of this uh, last three days. Yep. So it's been a a very interesting time. Well, let's talk about that. But let me give you sort of a heads up of what's on the show today. Sure. Um, going to be an interesting one. We're going to learn about a group that's promoting men's health through recreation. Now, i got to tell you, ladies, don't tune out to this one. You want to know about this because you might want to send your man to this. So this isn't just for the guys. And if you've, uh, if you've been laid off, and we know in Calgary, you know, there's been a lot of that. A lot of people still haven't recovered from that. Um, you know, are you deciding, do you still want to work or not? Is this retirement for you? Was it chosen for you? I don't know. You know, these are things that people are thinking about. Don't miss this segment because we're going to be talking about um, surviving layoffs, right? What to do, what you can do, and Great. what effect it's having on people. Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, 830 points. Wednesday, was it? It's Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. Another 500, 500 on, on Thursday. Thursday. And so, you know, you get a 1,300-point drop, drop on the Dow. 14 or something. Let's call like it that, a yeah. 5 to 7% drop in two days. Right. And you're hearing a whole bunch of words like um, bear market, yep. correction, yep. pullback. Yep. Those are not the same things. They're not. Their yeah. definition are completely different. Yeah. A pullback of... Well, hang on a second. Let's, let's be dramatic about this, right? So <laughs> Let's be dramatic. we, we got to build it up a little okay. bit, right? Build it up, my Radio friend. Radio and make it exciting. Okay, build it. Okay. Build it. Go for so, it. So, 1,400-point drop in the Dow. Okay. Is that a correction? No, no, not by definition. Is it bear market? Not by no. definition. It's a Is it a little bit of volatility? It's a pull... Well, you're saying a little bit. It's but a it's little, a pullback, and it's right. shocked people. It did shock people. I think people were just anticipating the continued growth, right? The U.S. market's going forward. And Canada fell, too. Everywhere around the world fell. It's not like it's, it was only the U.S. or it was only a certain sector. It was everywhere. Like, it was a full-fledged uh, pullback. And the pullback of less, anything less than 10% is a pullback. Yeah. It might per- even just be, you could argue, normal volatility. Now, I wouldn't, normal that, I wouldn't say normal is 4% in a day. It okay. is, but it but it be. is becoming that. I'm going to argue that case in just a minute, right? Because I think that that you ask yourself the question. You know, we had a we had a, a group of clients meeting on Thursday, and we were talking about this issue, as you might imagine. And you know, uh, we we're talking about some of the reasons for it. And interesting when you think about over the 36 hour period or 48 hour period of that, you know, real high volatility took place. Was there any? You were on the you know, reporting the news all week. Was there any major economic news that? Would have interest rates. That was the key thing. Once we went over on the 30-year government bonds in the United States, went over uh, the 3.3, 3.35 range. Uh, that caught a lot of attention. There's a lot of um, algorithms and mathematical yeah. formulas out there that says, if this, then do that. If it gets to 3.3, start to sell. If it gets higher, you know, those types of things start coming out. And then uh, reality starts to settle in in a few days. So it takes it takes some time for the for these mathematical systems to flush out. And then uh, we start looking at human behavior and, and seeing how that comes into play. But I think when you're looking at the overall, there's, and we're going to talk about this, I think, um, more and more about, you know, bull markets don't expire from old age. Right. They really don't. Right. I don't think, you know, we can go back in history, you know, the last 49 uh, uh, quarters on the, has, has gone a, you know, well over 734%. 
Right. You know, the current market rally that started at the end at the bottom of uh, uh, in March of 2009 is 38 quarters. So we're going back. The, when I said the 49 quarters, I was referring to the 1980s. Right. So there's still an opportunity for this to continue to run. I talked to some technical analysts, people who watch charts all day and look a little bit longer term. There's some key mechanisms or spots in the uh, and I'm speaking of the U.S. here, the S&P 500. I think on Friday we hit those levels where they're looking at a resistance point, which means where things can be bottomed out. And then, you know, they get, they, they're still calling 3,000 S&P 500. I've seen 31. Yeah. yeah. And again, those are, those are, those are fewer of the, in that camp, yeah. in the 3,000 yeah, yeah. camp. But that being said, that, that tells you that there's an upside potential. That also has to take into account that there are a couple things we have to be aware of. There is rising debt levels. There is that situation. There is um, sanctions. We're going to call this the now the U.S.-China trade the Cold War. Okay. Okay? That's, that's what I'm going to call it at. Okay. It's a Cold War now. They're both going to be arguing and tiffing and fighting. In fact, in China, their exports were up. Up, yeah. I saw uh, For September. Yeah. Uh, surging because their currency went down. We heard about currency manipulation. The Federal Reserve came out and said, no, no, they're not, they're not manipulating the currency. So there's... There's a lot of Cold War stuff going on. We'll try this. We'll try that and try to keep in mind there's two different agendas. The, the U.S. government has an agenda based around midterm elections um, because they know they've got a limited time on post. A recent law changed in China which says that, that prime minister can stay there forever. Yeah, lifetime appointment. So, so let's just back up for a second because we don't want to get lost in the minutiae here because it was a scary event over Wednesday, you know, Wednesday, Thursday in particular with that high volatility. Yep. Faisal, I would say uh, to our listeners that uh, they, I think you have to brace for this. I don't think this is an abnormal thing anymore. You refer to algorithms, right? So there's a lot of computer trading takes place if the 10-year treasury hits this, do that. And then you've got momentum traders. So if it's if a market starts to sell off, then you'll have other algorithms kicking in, you know, short selling and, and profiting. So there's a lot of trading volatility that can take place in a very short period of time, which doesn't have anything to do with the fundamentals. Correct. Doesn't have anything to do with the economics, right? And it really doesn't have anything necessarily to do with the strategy a, a person has in place from an investment perspective. So it, it goes back, and we have this conversation a lot, understand sort of the economic environment, right, the fundamental environment that you're investing in, you're not going to have much control over what happens in a very short period of time of trading. So, so what do people do when these types of volatility or risks mm -hmm. uh, occur in the market? Mm -hmm. what, what should people be looking at? And I think this is very important. Um, one of the things that people need to realize is that they need to be diversified. Mm -hmm. um, we have five pillars of our investment strategy approach. That means not all five pillars are moving up at the same time. Or down. Or down. Um, they're they're going to be moving in different directions at different times. Yep. That's to smooth out volatility. Right. But in times where we're seeing over the last four years, the U.S. market doing so well, mm -hmm. um, there might be some opportunity here to, to stay diversified and more importantly, to take some profits. Yep. And so when people see that portfolio managers are selling this week, yep. um, oh my God, you're selling at a loss. Because the, the Dow was down 800 and some points, and right. then the next day was down 500 points or whatever. Well, that's not how they look at it. They've made money for so many years in that sector. Right. They might want to start taking some right. profits and allocating it. I don't know. Emerging markets, that's down 20%. Just say international, because it could be developed Europe. It could be 
you know, Japan, they've all been they've all been beat up, and yeah. valuations, you know, are interesting. Yeah, and I, and I ask everybody to you know connect with me on Facebook at, uh, for Faisal Carmelli or my LinkedIn account, or go to the More Than Money Twitter site, uh, Twitter page, because we'll we'll just continue be feeding information about this type of stuff, and yeah. I think that's important. When you look at those two things of taking profits and staying diversified, that's how you reduce risk. What I have a concern with is people who've who said, let's go all in equity stocks. Sure. Let's go all in U.S. Let's put a majority of our share of our money. We've caught a lot of managers that have put a lot of money into the U.S. market. Yeah. And if they're not timing well, yeah. they're going to catch themselves off offside. And that's going to hurt people's portfolios potentially for a longer period in time. Right. So so this is where I think where, you know, should we panic? No. No. Should we should we look at this from a from a perspective of it's a long term game? Um, yes. However, I don't like saying hang in there; it's going to work itself out because that's a buy and hold strategy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying buy and hold. I'm saying diversify, take profits, reallocate, make sure that rebalance, bo- rebalance. take advantage of opportunities. Absolutely, and right. there are areas in this world where are they are dirt cheap right now, and there are areas in this world where there are. You know, there's still some good value. So let's allocate there. Let's make some money because this is not the end. This is just another chapter. Let's just keep it rolling. One one and many that are going to be written. So let's just finish on that because we got to remind everybody about an upcoming summer. We're going to talk about this, but take a deep breath. Okay, you're going to see days like that, right? (laughs) Just take a deep breath as as an (laughs) as an investor, right? There's no reason to panic. Uh, it is a gut check. So if you experience too much volatility and you can't handle that, so it, you know, you're not sleeping at night, then talk, uh, review your strategy, make some Correct. changes. Okay, let's hurt. talk about let's talk about it because listen, I think that these kinds of events are going to take place more and more and more and more. That's right. So uh, we're going to have to talk about how do we both profit and protect, and how do we how do we give people a nice 30, 35, 40 year retirement and not have to worry about whether or not the, dro- the Dow drops to go see if I'm going to go travel next week. Yeah, or how's it going to impact my lifestyle? Yeah. Well, we're going to make sure we show you how we bulletproof that on Tuesday, October 23rd, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. You need to reserve your seats. Now, I'm telling you, they're, they're, we're pretty much full, so call in now at 966-8400. That's 966-8400 or log in online and register at morethanmoneyradio.com. Stick around after the break. We're going to talk about how to maintain uh, your health and have a terrific uh, lifestyle in retirement. You're on 770 CHQR and More Than Money. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on 770 CHQR and More Than Money. Um, you've heard about a man cave before? I, I have. I tried to have one. It didn't work out. So well. <laughs> yeah, I know. How about the men's shed? You heard about that? I just heard about it. Like all When right. I read all this, all the stuff on it, so I, I'm... I'm in, Learning something new, which yeah, is great. Absolutely. We've got uh, Doug Mackey today. He's joining us, the chairperson of Canadian Men's Shed Association. Doug, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. All right, my friend. Let's educate everybody about this. What's the Men's Shed Association? Well, basically, if you look at what happens with older men when they retire, they find that they have time on their hands, and if they become start becoming lonely and isolated, that certainly does not help their emotional well-being. And so they start going downhill or they don't feel they have a good self-worth. The second thing is when, when you do retire, and this is mainly for men who retired, I've retired, unfortunately we start losing our friends. They pass away. We're old age, all those sorts of things. So how do you expand your friendships easily? And one of the ways which we try to do it is through the Men's Shed Association, where men will come out and meet new men and start to gain friendships and find that they, um, 
become active again or look at projects or working with a group of men. And that's all very good for their emotional well-being and their wives and families and also the community. Well, Faisal, you know, you and I talked to lots of people that go through retirement, and there are some very big differences between how men and women generally um, uh, do, like approach and do in retirement. And I think Doug has hit on one of the key areas. Like Men often define themselves by what they do, and that's work-related, and we leave the the office, and you don't have as deep social relationships. So I get get all of that. Um, And I think that uh, it becomes important, clearly, as you get older, to maintain social contact. How many shows have we done about how you know important that is to the success of your uh, to the success of your retirement? But the other thing that we know is when there's this giant gap of forty or fifty hours in a week that yes. you would otherwise have filled with work. Yes. Okay. Uh, the guys, and I'm going to throw myself in this category, will find ways to get themselves in trouble if they don't have something to do. <laughs> so I love the idea of the men's and, and, and you remember a, a, f- a couple years ago, I was. Um, presenting on a, almost on a on a monthly basis yeah. to a men's group who yep. met on a Sunday That's right. and that they would ask me for you know financial, financial economics yep. and so forth and, and they would have discussions but it became just a discussion session what i like about the men's shed association they go into projects exactly right so so let's talk about what kind of projects do we have done well, that depends on each an individual shed because this is a sort of a bottom-up osmosis holistic kind of approach where each shed determines what they want. Um, there's all sorts of different kinds of projects that I can talk about. In Coquitlam, B.C., the men learned that there were some raised gardens behind a transitional house uh, or apartment block, really, where mm-hmm. people were transitioning back into into society. And so they went over and fixed up that those planters and planted some tomatoes. I've seen it. It was my mouth was starting to water. Some of the nice <laughs> vegetables were there. But they, they, they rejuvenated those planters by putting new soil, by planting the crest thing. And then various people from the apartment building who are transitioning back into society were they were down doing the weeding. And then suddenly all the fresh vegetables disappeared. Someone was eating fresh vegetables. How good could that be? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's, so, it's, 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 it's sometimes it's a project that's out in the community, and other times it's simply a man saying, I, I want, well, there's a man in our group here in the Woodhaven Men's Shed in Winnipeg. Brian likes to write music. And yet he says, I don't sit down at home and write music. But I'll come here where there's 20 other fellows, and I'll sit here. And believe it or not, he sometimes doesn't write very much music. He just joins in the conversation. But he sits there on other times trying to write his music. And he says, this is this is an area where I can concentrate. Or other men come down and make a, a walking stick or do cottonwood bark carving. One man even came and brought all the materials and showed us how to cane a chair you know, one of those old chairs with the yeah. caning co- yeah. went across and the, it had rotted out. Well, he came down and caned a chair in front of us. It was fantastic. Um, so is there, a, is there a local chapter here in Calgary? And, and who like who can get involved in this? Well, there, there is not a local chapter right now, but there's an excellent fellow who I've been in touch with, and he's associated with the Calgary Association of Lifelong Learners. And they are looking at how they might set up a men's shed within their organization there. His name is Joe Boyvan, 
and he's at Calgary Association of Long, Lifelong Learners, and a, he's a, a volunteer there, but he's looking seriously at how we do it. By the way, there are two different kinds of general kinds of models of shed. One is under the auspices of an organization like Lifelong Learners, or it could be a totally independent shed. Mm-hmm. There are differences. When you're under the, uh, uh, the auspices of an organization, of course you have to adhere to their rules and regulations. If you're an independent shed, then you can go out and do anything you like. You can raise money. And by the way, interestingly enough, one of the ways we raise some money for some of the sheds is a tool garage sale. And garage. you stop and think, tool garage, where do you get tools? Have you got any idea, unfortunately, how many older men pass <laughs> away and then their spouse, their widow, doesn't know what to do with his tools? Right. And here in Winnipeg and elsewhere, they collect the tools, from take them from the widows because she would like to get them out of the house and no one really wants some, uh, some of these tools. And then we hold a garage sale and make some money that way. It's kind of cool because it's totally recycling. Yeah, yeah, that is cool, actually. I suppose there's an infinite number of ideas there. Uh, I'd like to know your story. How did you get involved with this? Oh, boy. Ten years ago, this past June, my daughter, Lisa, who's visiting with me now, um, called me from Saskatoon and said, what are you doing, Doug? I said, well, I'm sitting at my computer. She didn't call me Doug, by the way. She said, what are you doing, Dad? (laughs) But anyway, I said, I'm sitting at my computer. And she gave me a, a website to pull up in Australia. This is where men's sheds began. So I pulled up this site. I said, oh, that looks kind of interesting. She said, good, Dad, start one. Yeah. Yeah. It took a year to get one going here in Winnipeg, and that's not unusual. To get an independent shed going or shed going sometimes takes a lot longer than you think. One of the reasons why is men don't come out and commit very easily. And so um, we, we got one going through the auspices of a senior center. And then we found that we had some differences of opinion and we didn't quite follow all their rules and regulations. And so we decided to split apart and now we have a completely independent shed. Most of the sheds in Canada are completely independent and are working on their own and they determine their own projects. The guys in Squamish build a huge bat house. The men in... in, um, uh, Carlton Place, uh, now near Ottawa, mm-hmm. they went out and worked with a local uh, riding stable and built some special ramps so that children and adults with physical disabilities could climb up the stairs and get carefully onto a horse. What a fantastic opportunity for someone who wants to ride on a horse, but how do you get them up there? Well, now this riding stable has the facilities available so that children and adults can get on a horse. Doug, we're running out of time, so two, two things. One, uh, do you want to mention again, if anybody in Calgary that's listening is interested, uh, mention the gentleman's name and uh, how to contact him about a shed here? It's Joe Boyvan, and he's at the Calgary Association of Le- Lifelong Learners, okay. and he runs a science section there. And he's shown extreme interest. He's been away all summer, and he's now back in, in Calgary right now. But he has shown straight a lot of interest in, in how to get a shed going there in Calgary. That's terrific. And if anybody's interested in contacting you, is that is that an option? They can go direct to you? Oh, very much so. You can reach me via www.mensshedsca.ca. 
And people that are interested, just put in the three words, men shed Canada, yep. men shed Ireland, men shed... There's 2,200 of these sheds worldwide. Wow. wow. That's terrific. Thank you for sort of raising the awareness here, Doug. I think uh, everything you said at the at the top of this segment is exactly right, and lots of men could benefit from this. I appreciate you taking the time with us today. Thank you. been joined by Doug Mackey, chairperson. Canadian Men's Shed Association. Really interesting, Faisal. You and I will have to be part of one of those 2,200 at some point. Yep. Although, unfortunately, that's I've got a 10 or 12-year-old. That's not a law. It's a long way off for me. Well, you think. Maybe. <laughs> I, I know how old you are, so it's not that far for you, buddy. <laughs> well, let's remind everybody about our upcoming seminar. Yeah, so how, how do you actually enjoy the lifestyle when you retire? How do you make sure you're financially fit for retirement? We'll talk about that on Tuesday, October 23rd, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine, Spirits, and Beer. You need to reserve your seats. Give us a call, 966-8400. That's 966-8400. Or go on our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. Lots of people in this city have experienced layoffs or had their retirement dates chosen for them. In the next segment, you want to tune in for that, for one person's experience and how they turned that into a very positive experience. Here on 770 CHQR and More Than Money. Welcome back. You're here with David Faisal on 770 CHQR and More Than Money. Um, part of the retirement experience for some people, Faisal, unfortunately, has been their retirement date got chosen for them. Yeah. Right. So in Calgary, we've had lots of layoffs over the last four years. Um, hopefully, we're getting close to the end of that. But, you know, it, it, it's interesting. How do you survive a layoff? It affects people differently. Correct. Right? When that date, well, it, let's, I don't even know if that was a date. You know, some people are going, I don't know, maybe I should retire. Maybe I shouldn't retire. I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of uncertainty attached to that. Um, uh, we've got Mario Taniguzzi uh, with us today, journalist, writer, editor, and content creator for Mario Taniguzzi Communications. Um, and we've had him on the show before. Mario, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much for having me. So let's talk a little bit about this, uh, this layoff uh, idea. Uh, this might be something that you've got some personal experience with. Why don't, why don't we maybe start the conversation uh, there and tell us a little bit about your experience with layoff. Okay, sure. Well, I worked uh, 35 years at the Calgary Herald. I came here uh, um, 1980 and... Uh, you know, over the years, you could see, as probably any person in any business can, can see the writing on the walls at certain times, right? And, uh, and the newspaper industry has been like that for oh, probably the last five or so years. So mm-hmm. so I kind of expected things would happen, but, uh, you, you know, you just uh, don't see it until it actually uh, hits you over the head, right? And and that, came, that day came January 19th, 2016, when... Right. I got a phone call, and uh, it was all done. 35 years was over. Yeah, it, it, it comes as a shock. Uh, I, maybe there are people that can see it coming. I would say most of the people that we talk to, it you know, not necessarily going to be me. And you're right, you get that phone call one day. Let's talk a little bit about it, and you've written about this. So um, your own personal experience and others perhaps that you've talked to, you know, what, what suggestions? Let's talk a little bit about if somebody's going through this. And maybe it's just happened. Maybe it's been a little while. Um, well, you know, you there's a couple of things, you know, that uh, to me that were really important in, in the whole process that I went through about two and a half years ago, coming on three years here soon. Um, and, and the first thing uh, was the emotional part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you're going to have shock, you're going to have anger, bitterness, sadness, depression, all that, all those kind of quote unquote negative emotions, right? And it's only natural that uh, you're going to go through that. Right. Um, but I, I think the key though is, uh, is to recognize those emotions 
get them over with quickly and then move on, right? right. Because uh, if you dwell in those emotions, uh, it's it's only going to hurt you uh, in the long run, and in a lot of ways, mentally, physically, spiritually, all all uh, emotionally, all that type of stuff, right? So the first thing is to yeah get through those emotions and and move on and be positive and uh, you know have those uh, positive emotions about your life, your career going forward. Um, I think one of the, one of the things uh, with that is that it, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. well, let me tell you, it's, uh, for anybody, you know, I know people that, you know, two, three years later are still have a lot of anger and bitterness in their hearts and in their souls uh, regarding this. Right. And uh, it's a bad place to be stuck. <laughs> I tell you. So, and, and not to say that if you do move on, you know, those emotions pop up every once in a while, something triggers something, right? So that's a number one thing uh, for me that, that helped me, you know, move forward. The second thing was, is getting the help that's out there. And uh, <clears throat> that can be in a number of different ways. Obviously, you know, family, friends, and, uh, and people like that to be part of your support network is great. Right. And, but it's also the resources that you can tap into about, okay, where do I go from here? Now I have no job. Like, uh, where do I start looking, et cetera. And I, and I've got to, uh, hand it to my former employer that, you know, I, I was part of, uh, a program that you got, you know, a transition type program where right. we had free access to, to um, uh, human resource consultant, and and that was very very beneficial for me to to uh, to move on because it not uh, for the biggest thing for uh, on that end wasn't so much finding another job or, or something, but is realizing the skills that you had, and realizing that those skills can be translated into. So many other industries, like for me, you know, I was, <laughs> I almost said I was born and bred to be a, a, a newspaper writer, right? And because uh, it was in my blood and my passion, et cetera. And, you know, when that day came in January 2016, I thought, you know, what am I going to do now? This is right. all I've ever done. This is all I've ever wanted to do, right? But going through that human resource consultant was great for me to understand that, hey, I've got a lot of different skills that can be used in a lot of different jobs that doesn't necessarily have to be a newspaper writer anymore. So one thing I liked about your blog that you wrote, the one line said, um, while one life ended on January 19th, 2016, a new life also began that day, and I would yeah. never turn back the clock. Well, tell us about the new life. Well, for me, you know, uh, going back to what I was mentioning about that human resource uh, consultant, uh, that opened my eyes and uh, to a, a world of opportunity out there that I thought, you know, I never would have thought existed before. Uh, so that was great. So, so like just for example, right now, what I do, I have kind of three different streams of, of work that I do. First. Uh, stream is uh, I do the traditional quote-unquote news uh, and feature writing for different publications, uh, uh, some nationally and uh, some locally. Uh, so that's one thing I do, which is kind of a carryover to my uh, former career. Second thing I do is more of an, a, a corporate level, and uh, I've used my skills as a writer and editor uh, over the years to do to now do corporate content so that can be anything from 
uh, you know, writing blogs or stories for companies to put on their websites uh, to writing press releases for companies. And the third thing I do is I actually do media training for uh, mm-hmm. uh, businesses and executives in Calgary. Uh, myself and a partner, um, we do that, and uh, that's been quite entertaining and very informative. And, uh, and yeah, so you realize that, my gosh, the door is open to, to a lot of things. And even in a quote-unquote bad economy that we're still going through and struggling here, you know, uh, there's still a lot of opportunities if you, if you keep your eyes open to them. That's what I love about, you know, stories like this, mm. is that when when adversity is set up, you go, you know, people are retiring either by, by choice or not by choice. People are, are experiencing change in their lives. Um, I believe everybody can retire. I truly believe that. And I believe if you have a lifestyle that you want to maintain or have, you can be creative enough, like Mario has, to to look at different streams of revenue or income and and still have a lifestyle now you're still full fledged mario but there are people out there who say you know what i'm done i'm tired i don't want to i don't want to work a 9 to 5er and you don't have to work a 9 to 5er anymore i think no. yeah. today's world is so different i think the opportunity especially with with technology social media and so forth that the the days of you have to work for one company pulling all the hours into that one company I think are gone. I think they're they're gone now. You can you can actually see multiple streams of income and monetize your skill set in multiple ways that can give you that that's that, that job satisfaction more importantly give you lifestyle satisfaction. You bet. You know, I, I jokingly say to people now that I, I, I don't work for one employer anymore, I work for twenty of them. There you go. Well, and, and, and Faisal, I think you said something interesting, and Mario, you, you've alluded to it as well, is, is the lifestyle. So there's a change. Get through that change. Uh, I think you've made a good point. Uh, but then look around at what the opportunities are, right? And so retirement, when we say retirement, it's not my dad's retirement anymore, right? This is a different experience for people because, Mario, you're a good example of that. You weren't ready just to do nothing, right? In fact, I wouldn't well, think exactly. you define retirement as nothing. So then you look to find ways to do things that you're engaged in, whether that's revenue in, uh, generating or not. Uh, we have to leave yeah. it there, though, Mario. I want to thank you for your time and sharing your experience. Well, thank you very much for having me. Mario, how can people follow you to get more of your content and your information out there? Oh, good good question. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I do, I, I'm on Twitter, uh, I'm, uh, MT, capitalized O-N-E, one, two, three. And I'm on Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn. So a lot of the stuff that I do for wherever I'm writing uh, all all appears there. That's great. Mario, thanks again for your time. We've been joined by uh, Mario Tanaguzzi, journalist, writer, editor, and content creator for Mario Tanaguzzi Communications. Uh, Faisal, we're going to talk about this, uh, the experience of building your lifestyle, right, Uh, at our upcoming seminar. So whether you've gone through uh, a transition by choice, by not, but you're going to be, you will be making a transition when you move to retirement. How best to do that? Yeah, that's going to be on Tuesday, October 23rd, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine, Spirits, and Beer. Now you need to reserve your seat, so give us a call, 966-8400. That's 966-8400, or go on our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. Okay, join us after the break. We're going to pull it all together and try to make some sense of volatility and strategy and what we should be watching on the ne- in the next segment, uh, watching in the markets. Here on uh, 770 CHQR and More Than Money. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on 770 CHQR and More Than Money. Uh, you know, Faisal, an interesting show today. Uh, we're going to try to make a little bit more sense. Uh, we had lots of questions, obviously, over the week about the market volatility. But I want to tie this. It's not just about market volatility, but it's about the impact it's having on people 
um, that are retired or thinking about retirement. There's the fear. fear. There's fear. Absolutely. Crazy amounts of fear when these things happen. Absolutely. And so the questions that have come to me from listeners as well as clients are, um, what's going to happen is it's going to be another 2008. Um, the news that's the coming media. to me is not so positive. So uh, are we going to go through a big problem? Should I go to cash? Right. Should I, you know, how's it going to impact my lifestyle? Those types of things keep on coming up. And that's the fear that's, and that, that actually makes people capitulate. Yes. Um, when you, when you actually start having that kind of fear, you go through three different kind of mindsets, fight, flight, or flee. Right. Um, and when you, when you decide to flee, you're cashing in your chips. That could be a big mistake. So let's go back to the, the key thing behind this um, is the reason we have four buckets in our strategy is so that when people look at their portfolios, when they look at their financial situation, it is put into different departments, compartments, or buckets. Right. Um, one bucket being the growth bucket is designed for a 10-year strategy, not a 10-minute or yeah, a 10-day strategy. Day. That's right. right. So yes, you're going to experience volatility. And I've been putting a lot of stuff on social media about data, information about how volatility works and how we look at things and some of the key themes. Very, very, very important stuff. Uh, and so, you know, again, go to my LinkedIn, go to, uh, go to my Facebook or, or go to the more than money radio, um, Twitter handle radio MTM to get this kind of information. Um, there's also, uh, the income bucket is not part of the stock market. So you're not going to give up your income. You're not going to have a pay cut. You're not going to have a lifestyle change because we look at 10 years worth of money. Right. Right. And so. So let's, is, let's let's just talk about that for a minute, right? Because this is a perfect time. This message will be real, well received today because there's a lot of investors that are dividend investors. Okay, so I'm in all equities, or stock stocks, market investors. Right? right, I'm in stocks, and I just want the dividend. Okay, right. and and that's fine. No dividend was cut over the past week. Okay, but you may have seen your portfolio fall by a hundred thousand dollars. I got a big number. I mean, depending on how big it was, right? Yeah, this it could be a significant move. Yeah. What's the impact of that? that it has on you, yeah, right? And so... Uh, let, I, let me give you an example of where the, yeah. the impact happened. And, and I'll just talk about um, Wednesday, okay? Because the Wednesday yeah. was a 4% drop yeah. day, okay? Yeah. If you have 100% of your money in the stock market and the stock market falls 4%, yeah. I'm going back on that rule of thumb where people say take 4% out of your... Right. your that's 4% or one year's worth of income gone. Gone, right. Okay, it should come back over time. But if you're drawing on that, but if you looked at your, what, what you're, you're right. If you looked at your number the day before on Tuesday and then on Wednesday, you could literally have said, oh my goodness, my entire year's draw of 4% just evaporated. So we had a client who emailed me and said, Faisal, my portfolio is down day over day by $100,000. Right. Now, large portfolio, that's how much he's taking out of his portfolio every year. Yep. That's my income. Yep. And I have to remind him. That's not your income bucket, right? That's the, your... In fact, the income bucket went up. Correct. We made money for people who are looking right. for income, and for the people who are looking for growth, the market does what the market does, right. and we've cushioned the blow. We didn't go down as bad, but the the key thing behind this is that when you separate those two into two different buckets, that that fear yeah. goes away. Yeah. Because now you can look at saying, okay, this is 10 years out. Yeah, well, let me address that. Maybe the fear doesn't go away, but when we have a conversation with somebody who has an income bucket set up, and we remind them, yep. here you go. Your income bucket that's going to fund you for the next 10 years has actually just gone up in value. You got a little bonus today, and you're going to receive your paycheck this month. Oh, that takes a lot of pressure off people. 
Here's right? where the pressure comes on is people who are less than 10 years away. Maybe next year they want to start drawing income. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we were 100% equity or heavy aggressive. And now we're looking for income. And yeah. now look what just happened. Right. If you're concerned about your income, the seminars that we host, reaching out for a second yep. opinion, we will, we will give you guidance. And even if we're not the right team for you, we will give you guidance on where to go to get that information, that research. I had many people want to chat with me. I've sent them to different places so they can get it. All we care about is that people in Calgary, in Southern Alberta, retire with the lifestyle they want. That's, That's right. all we care about. We don't really worry about if they're with us or not as nope. clients. No, nope. this is about day, education. Education right. and enjoying your lifestyle. Yep. So reach out. We'll be more than happy to, to uh, chat with you. Again, give us a call on our line, 966-8400, if you you want to chat with us easiest way go to more than money radio.com and, and contact us and we'll be happy to help we wrote a book about this called bulletproof your retirement exactly. right i yep. bet there's going to be some interest today just to understand these concepts of the four buckets so let's give some free books away today okay so if you go to more than money radio.com contact us say i want a free book uh they'll be uh, we'll be more than happy to, to send one out uh, to you you can get the electronic copy or we can get you the uh yeah. the, the, the paperback and there's and no that. obligation this is pure for education, right? Yeah. Because I know this affects people negatively, and it doesn't have to do that. You don't have to stress over this stuff. There, there's a solution out there. More than happy to share that solution with all of the uh, the people that are that are approaching or living in retirement. Cool. Okay. Now, can we talk just a little bit about um, uh, about economics? Because we did have lots of questions about that. Forget about the the day to day volatility. Sure. Okay. Because the IMF came out this week, also, my friend. <laughs> yes. And you know, we got some calls about that too. Oh gosh, they're you know they're raising the red flag and. Um, you know, uh, revising down global growth, and there's all kinds of issues and so on and so forth. So again, um, maybe we can touch on some of the key, the, the key aspects of that and give people a, uh, some peace of mind or at least some areas to go research themselves. Okay, so my, my train of thought on any type of research project, any type of team that comes out with a research document is I never take it as um, the gospel. It's not 100% truth, and therefore I shall believe in it. Um, I look at it and I say, okay, I have to critique it, and I have to look at other sources to, to compare it to seeing what's different. And separate the media message from the data, too. Correct. And so when I look through the IMF data, there are a couple things that stuck to me that I think are accurate. We are going through a tariff-slash-trade issue, U.S.-China specifically, right. um, and that causes concerns for global growth. Should trade relations become hampered further, this could be a problem sure. for global growth. Sure. I'm still using the word growth. I'm not saying recession. So let me give you the headline data, okay, because the IMF did revise down their forecast this year and next year Correct. from a 3.9% global gross domestic product, global growth rate, to 37 so that's still moving. So let me let me position it this way. 0.7 is pretty good. That's like going down the highway doing 110 and then going to 100. Right. You're still driving it's pretty good. fast. It's still good. So the economics globally is still in, in good shape. Right. Okay. Could it get worse? Yes. Absolutely. Sure. What are some of the concerns? Mm -hmm. Socialism, populism being put together now as one and where people are getting are, are being elected to have more of a a um, populist viewpoint, which means there's going to be a slowdown in the economy because that's their their viewpoint. Um, trade war. Absolutely. Higher interest rates. Absolutely. Currencies flying all over the place. Absolutely. These are headwinds. Right. These haven't been something new for 2018. This didn't pop up last week. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's not These things have been here for a very long time. Interest rates have been going up, albeit faster now, but the market's been pricing that in. And so when you get 
people reacting to what the markets are doing, more importantly, have a fear about what's happening to their own retirement lifestyle. My concern comes out saying, what's the strategy you're going through? And I'll tell you, if you do not know your retirement strategy from a portfolio, from a financial planning perspective, speak to your advisor. They should be sitting down with you. If you don't have an advisor and you're, and you're having concerns, then I question who is the right person taking care of that for you? Are right. you are you the right person or not? Because I've, I've had people that are do-it-yourself investors calling me up saying, I'm worried. Right. Well, why should you be? You should have your strategy all set out. Right. Right? You should If you're going to do it yourself, then take the responsibility of knowing that there's going to be some bad times. And if, you, if you're doing it yourself and you're playing with the market, then you're speculating, well, then good luck to you on your, on your retirement. But that's not how we would see it. Yeah, no, no, exactly right. Um, and we don't have too much time left here. Um, let's talk about how we can help yeah, people let, through, let's our, talk, through our seminars and conferences. That's right. We have a whole like, hour yeah. to be able to talk about that uh, coming up here shortly. We so want to help Calgarians and Southern Albertans help them through retirement. Absolutely. Come to our seminar on Tuesday, October 23rd, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine, Spirits, and Beer. You need to reserve your seats. So give us a call at 966-8400. That's 966-8400. Or register online at morethanmoneyradio.com. Yeah, okay. And we will uh, we will have uh, a one-hour presentation, but the real exciting piece often is as soon as we finish up, we open it up for all kinds of questions. And that gets generally pretty exciting. So um, join us for that. Okay, I want to remind you that any of the stuff we talked about today, any of our past segments can be accessed at morethanmoneyradio.com or you can have them de- uh, de- delivered directly to you. Search for More Than Money CHQR on iTunes or in your favorite podcast app. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of More Than Money on 770 David Popovich and Basil Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodcundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Basil Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodcundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodcundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.